So I have this donor friend and he came over to my house the other day and he used my planner to roll up a joint. He's now high on my list of priorities. <laughs> Huge shout out to Upjoke for that knee slapper. If you need a tool to help you decide what should be high on your list of priorities, see what I did there? I have a fun activity for you. If you set your 2023 goals, but now could use a boost of motivation, welcome. In this bonus podcast episode, we're going to learn what the word of the year is, how to set a word of the year, and then we're going to discuss some fun and practical ways to actually use it. Do you want to feel less scattered and more focused, but the idea of planning or goal setting sounds like adding more pressure to your already pressure-filled life? If that sounds like you, welcome to the Plan Goal Plan podcast. I'm Danielle McGue. I'm a professor, mom, and business owner. I started this podcast to help hardworking women and high-achieving mamas plan and set goals playfully and lightly. Unlike pressure-filled approaches, Plan Goal Plan centers on what delights you to help you envision all the possibilities your future holds. If you're ready to try easier, if you're ready to make memories and do meaningful work, grab a pen. I'm going to guide you through practices that will help you plan for clarity, set goals for direction, and act with purpose and delight. Let's get started. Hi, everyone. I wanted to do a bonus episode to celebrate the launch of the podcast, and I wanted the bonus episode to be fun, but I also wanted to give you some tools that you could immediately put into practice. And y'all, I love the ritual of setting a word of the year. I love talking about it with other people. I love hearing what words they've chosen. I love decorating little cards with my word on it and putting them everywhere. So if you've heard people talking about setting a word of the year and you've thought to yourself, that's cheesy. You are right. It is. It is super cheesy. I give you permission to lean into the cheese. Cheese is delicious, y'all. But seriously, I love the process of setting a word of the year. I also love the clarity that it brings. I find it not only inspiring, it is also a fantastic tool for discernment. If done properly, it will help you make decisions all year long. If you already have a word of the year, keep listening because I think that I might have a few tricks to help you actually use your word that you're going to find helpful. Now, if you don't have a pen near you, or if you just want some extra assistance on how to do this, I want you to hop onto plangoalplan.etsy.com and download the word of the year guide. It's only $2.97. So if you need some extra help, hop onto plangoalplan.etsy.com. We okay. A word of the year is a single word you choose to help guide and inspire you throughout the year. Why one word? First, this is for you. So you can do it however you want. When a phrase of the year, you do you. (laughs) What two words? Go get it. I first learned about the concept of the word of the year from my dad. He was reading the book Life Word, Discover Your One Word and Leave a Legacy. It's written by John Gordon, Dan Britton, Jimmy Page, and Mark Batterson. And my dad was telling me about it. And I just kept thinking to myself, oh my gosh, one word for my whole flippin' life? I can't do that. That's too much pressure. I can't distill my entire life into one word. But having done this activity for the past six years or so, 
The rule of one word is powerful. It is purposeful. By restricting yourself to one word, you are able to figure out what is truly important to you. It helps you name and prioritize what matters. So when I think about the activity of setting a word of the year, I really think it is a process of prioritization. So setting a word of the year will give you direction. It will help you name what matters, but it will also guide you as you make decisions. Picking a word of the year is a super fun process. In fact, oh, you aren't going to believe me on this, but I encourage you to throw a word of the year party. Do it. It's so fun. It is a fun activity to do with other people. You can invite your girlfriends. You can invite other planner people. You can all bring your favorite pens, your craft supplies, stickers, markers, works. And together you can go through the process of choosing your word of the year. I've made this process into three different parts. Imagine it, narrow it, and use it. So imagine it includes reflection and brainstorming. I want you to start by doing a little bit of reflection. Think about what do you need more of? What do you need less of in the upcoming year? I also want you to contemplate what are your priorities for 2023? What are the things that will matter this year? Not the things that mattered generally, not the things that mattered this past year, but what will matter this year. This is super important. For example, you know that you have a surgery planned for 2023. Recovery and healing might be a major priority. If you have kids who are starting kindergarten or maybe going off to college, so there's going to be a really big transition for you and your family. Easing them through that transition, easing you through that transition might be a major priority for that year. So what are the things that will matter this year? I also want you to consider how do you want this year to feel? Different years call for different feelings. You might have a year that is all about adventure. You want a year that's full of energy, that's full of joy and adventure. You might have other years that call for rest, for calm, for peace. So how do you want this year to feel? After you've done some reflections, then it's time to brainstorm. I want you to write words that immediately come to mind when I prompt you to settle word of the year. Try not to overthink this. Try not to censor yourself. I just want you to write any word that comes to mind when I prompt you to set a word of the year. So after you've done this, after you've reflected, after you've brainstormed, then it's time to refine and narrow. Usually, narrowing things down is the trickiest part of the process. So I'm going to give you a few ways that you can do that. One, you can just follow your instinct. Circle some words that, that immediately speak to you. Another thing that you can do is to go back to your reflections and see if there are words that kept appearing. Were there patterns across words? So use your reflections. Think about what emerged in your reflection. And are there certain words that keep coming up? You also might look at your brainstorm and see, do you have a series of words that are getting to the same idea? They're synonyms. 
those are some clues that those are words that might be useful for you for the coming year. So once you've done that, then you just need to whittle it down. You might start by circling five words and three words. And as you get it down, you might look up definitions of the words to see if there's certain definitions that you're attracted to. You might look to see how the words have been used in other places. So look up quotations that accompany the word. And that might help you start to decide if you're stuck between a couple of words. So eventually you're going to choose that. And once you've chosen your word of the year, it's time to use it. So this is where some people miss it. They'll choose their word of the year and then they'll start putting it in places, but they don't really have a plan for how they're going to use the word. So I'm going to give that to you. I want you to write your word, but you're going to have two different things that accompany your word. You're going to have questions and quotations. So once you write your word, I also want you to write a series of questions that are going to accompany your word that make the word useful. I'll give you an example. So a few years ago, my word of the year was energy. I was coming off of having two babies and I was very tired. The experience of being that exhausted made me realize how much I value having energy. I knew that I needed to engage in activities that would help me have more energy. So I needed to sleep. I needed to exercise. I needed to eat in ways that would fuel my body and give me energy. But I was also really thinking about what are the activities or situations that are draining me of energy? What are the activities that actually fuel my energy? Who are people? that motivate me and give me energy and who are the people that are draining it from me? And so I had written a series of questions, like what is the energy I wanna bring to this situation? And so when I found myself in a situation where I was making a decision, I had an opportunity or I had to think about how was I going to spend my time, I would pull out my word and the questions and they would help me come to a decision. You also might pair a quotation with your word So this year, my word of the year is build, and I resisted it. I really resisted making build my word of the year. I'm very skeptical of hustle culture, but I'm also a person who leans hard towards going, going, going. And so I oftentimes know that I need something to counter that. And so I was resistant to the word build because I think I felt like it would perpetuate my inclination to want to go hard. Then I came across this beautiful quotation by Marvin Ashton that said, be the one who nurtures and builds. I was really, really drawn to that. And I started to think about all of the beautiful things I can build. I can build connections. I can build bridges. I can build relationships. And so it shifted my relationship to the word build Because I just found myself coming back to it. I I really did at one point I was going to set listen or share as my word of the year. But I just kept coming back to build. And so now I have my word build with my questions and then this quotation to help remind me of how I want to approach the concept of building. Finally, you need to put your word of the year in all sorts of places so that it's visible and so that you're reminded of it. 
So to make this process even more fun, you can decorate some cards with your word of the year on it. You can use colorful markers or pens. You can decorate it with stickers. I recommend buying the pretty name tag stickers. So not the name tags that are like, hello. You can get name tag stickers that oftentimes have these decorative borders around them. And it's nice because they're already sticky. So you can stick them on things. But you could also, you know, do it on regular paper. You could laminate it and stick it by your sink and put it in all these places that you frequent. So maybe you put it in your notebook or in your journal. Maybe you put it on a bulletin board next to your desk. You could put it next to the vitamins that you take daily. It's important to incorporate it into your daily rituals. So if you journal, you can make it a habit to write your word each day before you begin. If you use a paper planner, write it on the top of the page each day or start of each week. If you have a spiritual practice, incorporate it into that practice. Heck, if you drink coffee every morning, think of your word as you take a sip. I want you to use your word of the year. When you're presented with a decision, when you are stuck, read the quotation that accompanies it. Read the questions that you wrote for yourself. Let your word not only inspire you, but use it to guide you. Finally, this is a wonderful tool for personal development, but I want you to know that you can also use this as a tool to use with teams and organizations or in the classroom. You can get your group together and you can discuss and set your priorities by choosing a word of the year. And then you can use that to guide your project or maybe to guide your year, your quarter, or your semester. It's a really fun activity that can encourage some team building but it also then is something that you can return to to help guide you in group decision making. Again, if this was helpful, but you'd like to see the steps written down, check out my word of the year guide on plangoplan.etsy.com. It's $2.97. If you need more help, I recommend the book Life Word. You can check it out at your local library or buy it wherever you buy your books. Also know that you can search word of the year and get inspiration from others. But if you do that, I will caution you to not set someone else's word. Remember that this needs to be your word that serves your life this year. I hope that this activity invites you to smile. I hope it invites you to play a little. And I hope it guides you through your 2023. If this podcast has inspired you, guided you, or just made you laugh, the number one way that you can thank me is by leaving a written review for the show over on Apple Podcast. I'm seriously tickled every time that I hear from you all, so pop onto Instagram and follow Plan Go Plan and digital message me. I want to say hello. I want to geek out about all things planning and goal setting. Keep sensing the possibilities, y'all. 